talking to this random girl and she's like, I'm so excited for Paris. And I was just like, right, right, right. Everybody is waiting for someone to come out. Lo and behold, Paris Hilton comes out. I invented Nightcap in a dream. This is the In Your Dreams podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the In Your Dreams podcast. Today, I'm solo and I have been dying to update you guys on the past couple months and where I've been because, oh my God, all of these stories that I have to tell you are insane. Um, particularly how I met Paris Hilton, but we'll get into that. Recapping on, you know, the last, the last couple episodes of the podcast, I've really majority, I've had a lot of guests on the podcast and it's been fun. I recorded them all very, you know, I recorded them all kind of in the span of a month. It was very hectic. It was very chaotic for me. It was so worth it. And I think the feedback is so great. And uh, the podcast itself, if I have helped one person, I have done my job. Um, This is a passion project for me. And I feel the need to share my knowledge and my stories with everyone else who wants to listen. So right now, um, I'm just kind of here telling you my stories. I'm really really excited for you guys to hear what I have been doing the past couple of months and where I'm headed and where NICAP is headed because some of this stuff is super, super exciting and I just want to take you guys along the journey with me. And let's just dive into it, honestly. So there's something called the Shark Tank Reunion and I met these girls, shout out to Tammy and Tara, love you guys, they are the founders of Tush Baby and Dreamland Baby Co. So yes, they are both on Shark Tank and both of them put me in a group text a couple months ago and they were like, Shira, like let's go to this together, we, you know, this looks really cool, so obviously I look into it and I obviously miss them, want to hang out with them. So I'm like, oh, like how can this, you know, relate to Nightcap? I can't just go because, you know, because it's a conference. Um, I need it to make sense. So I look into the conference. I see the people that are going and I'm like, wow, this is this sounds amazing. So fast forward a couple weeks and the girls don't even end up being able to go. But you know who books a ticket? Me. So I end up bringing my roommate, Fab. Shout out Fab. She um, is also my podcast coordinator. So some of the people that will be on this podcast in the coming months, seasons, we may have met them at this conference, which is super exciting because everyone we met at this conference was so cool and so driven and everyone had such different passion projects and businesses. And oh my gosh, it was just like an overwhelming amount of fun. So I'm really excited to share everything with you guys. But basically we end up going to this conference. It's called Shop Talk. It's a retail conference and Nightcap is primarily in, you know, the paper store. And we're in Francesca's now. We used to be in Urban Outfitters. Uh, we're, we're moving into getting into Walmart. So, you know, not huge in retail. Most of our sales come from online, on Amazon, our website, things like that. So we're not huge in retail. But when I saw the list of people that were going to be attending. So, okay. So if you were to look on this website, right? So the first time, my first impression was, these are high up people at the following companies that that were at this conference. Abercrombie and Fitch, Aerie, 
Amazon, American Eagle, Anthropology. These are just the ones catching my eye. Bandier, Best Buy, Bloomberg, Canada Goose, Bubble Skincare, Chobani, Coach, DoorDash. Oh, he was he was absolutely amazing. Foot Locker, Forever 21, GNC, Google, Goodwill, H&M, Hot Topic, Instacart, Kate Spade, Levi. He was also amazing. Macy's, Lowe's. I don't want to name every single person on this list. These are just the ones standing out to me and I'm still scrolling. Olaplex, PacSun, Patagonia, Panera Bread, like Pepsi and Co, Petco, PetSmart, Pinterest, Poshmark. I'm just, I'm just scrolling through the website right now. Um, But these were just the speakers that were there. Shein, Savage Times Fenty, Tarte. You get the point, right? So you would look at, I saw this website and I was like, I have to go, right? So we we go. So we were seated in the back of this plane. Um, There was no window at the back of the plane. Can we talk about how there's no window? I've never been seating at the seated at the back of the plane, but like how inconsiderate is it to like, yeah, someone's you're pushed to the back of the flight and then you get no window. Like, I'm sorry. I think that's so rude. Like at least give the back seat a window, right? Anyway, it's claustrophobic back there. I don't recommend it, but we, we, we leveled up, you know, the, the trip got better. So we, we get to Vegas. We're stay at the Virgin hotel. It was so beautiful. The room was just better than I even could have imagined. It was just like such a cool vibe in there. I guess the hotels there, they are cheaper because they want you to spend the money on the gambling. So they want you to come and stay and then you know, it makes sense. Um, so we're checking in and, and someone asks me while I'm checking in next to me, they're like, excuse me, like, I don't have any money on me. I only have cash. Like, can you please get me this hotel room? I was like, absolutely not. I'm sorry. I was like, there's no way I'm going to just get someone a hotel room. Like you've got to be on your own at that point. Like I literally only had the company card too. Like I, I just had to say no. I actually did see them the next day. So they, they succeeded. Yeah. So we stayed at the Virgin Hotel. It was beautiful. No complaints. If you are like me and you don't like the smelly gambling vibes downstairs in the lobby and you want to go downstairs in your pajamas and then go back up not smelling like you just rolled in a pile of literally cigarettes, stay at the Virgin because the Virgin's chill. It's not on the strip. Anyway, moving on. So the conference itself was set up to the tens it was so well organized you had panels and you had basically you had a couple days where you could speed you could literally do speed dating so people could request to meet with you you could request to meet with people and they would either accept or deny you um super awko I know It, it all made sense in the end and like you meet with who you meet with and that's honestly not like the point of the conference in my opinion like the 15 minute speed dating it's like super cool to meet whoever but I think the speakers is what I got the most out of there were so many people at this conference my favorite speakers were Kimberly Lee Miner so she's the president and chief commercial officer at Bandier she was on a panel with the CEO of Forever 21, Winnie Park, and then someone from Ralph Lauren, Sharonda Wither- Weatherspoon. So these three women were on a, a panel for, they were talking about like, be, like woman empowerment and everything. And oh my gosh, the three of these women were like a bad B-I-T-C-H energy 
the energy they brought to that panel was like, we belong here. So the bandier lady, her name was Kimberly. She said she has an irrational lack of fear being bold and speaking what you mean. So you get the vibes, you know? So she was so powerful and fearless. And like she said her, she spoke her mind. I got to talk to her after and she was just so truthful, you know? Cause I just feel like people like that, people can find those sorts of people as intimidating or they come off like too strong in a way. And I just don't understand that because I feel like those types of people are the best people because they tell you when you're going off track a little bit, you need to come back. Those are the best types of people. I also loved they talked about one policy doesn't fit all. Every company is different. Things need to be reevaluated constantly and things are constantly changing in business. So one size does not fit all. And that is so powerful. Like communication is so powerful. I think the narrator was kind of like, since it was all about women, they, they asked, you know, what have men done to support women? And they went on to say they're great advocates and mentors. They all agreed to these things. They've built confidence and showed that she can, they showed these, these women that they could do things that they weren't ready for. They expanded the circle to bring talent in, and many of Bandier's challenges came from white women. I thought that was so interesting, actually. She said that many of her challenges on the way up did not come from white men. They came from white women. I'm just quoting her, and I thought, wow. Like, I took a step back, and, you know, you just think about something like that, a statement like that, and you're just kind of like, wow. And I think it's super interesting that they've said that men have built their confidence and showed them that they can do things that they weren't ready for. She thought, oh, I can't really do this, but, you know, a man came in, and he he said, no, you got this. So shout out to the men out there who are always uplifting and supporting women. It goes a really long, long way. The CEO of Forever 21, her name was Winnie Park. I actually spoke to her, walked up to her. You know, all these people were extremely accessible, you know, not in a weird way, but like they were there. It's not like you have to send them 20,000 messages on LinkedIn. Like they were present. They were there. They were here to hear everybody or they were here to, you know, speak to everyone and, and be there physically. So it was crazy. You could just kind of walk up to them and talk to them. And Winnie Park was someone who I was really like, wow, I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. Um, And I actually ended up giving her one of my products. She absolutely loved it. She has a daughter. So I'm really excited for that. So she said, you know, take up space. And I absolutely loved this because I feel like like so many people feel like they walk into a room and they need to be like this little they need to suppress themselves and make themselves not as big don't dim your light for other people around you a lot of the conference I think what the the CEOs and the founders were saying were just eye-opening for my company so something that I implemented in in nightcap that we did not have before, which is shocking, is every first of the month now, my brother and I are going to give updates on what has happened in the last month and what we want for the next month. Because I know in my head, I have goals for the company and I have goals for me, but it is so easy to not share that with 
my brother because he's my business partner. It's kind of just like little things that I'm like, oh, I could, you know, I want this and this could be amazing for, for the company, but, and I want this store to have it, but it's like, take a step back and share that. And, and, and maybe there are ways for you in business to pause and write down your goals or share your goals with someone who can help you with them. Because even my brother and I, it's like sometimes, you know, you'll miss, you'll miss one or two things that weren't said. And, and it's not like we need to go and share this with a bunch of employees. It's just me and him. So we can just sit here and have a conversation about what went good and what went bad in the last month and what, what we want for the future months, which is really important. (laughs) And some of the the speakers here opened my eyes to that and how, you know, having a North Star is so important. And obviously our North Star is to protect people. But how are we going to do that? And how can we get this product in the hands of more people is so important, right? So always having goals is so important. Every successful entrepreneur that I've spoken to, listened to, etc., has a goal. They know what they want. It doesn't need to be specific or what why how when and where but it at least a broad general idea of where you are going is crucial to success this conference had a bunch of booths a lot of them were trying to sell you things to be quite honest with you um you know so you bounce around you see what can be useful for your company um but tiktok had their own booth so tiktok shop this encounter at tiktok shop actually led me to going to the tiktok headquarters the week after because i was going to california after this so this was a really amazing connection to make because tiktok has launched a shopping feature and they're pushing out videos where you connect the products if you're a creator you can actually now tag products and make money from it so that's super cool I'm at the CEO and founder of Tarte Cosmetics. I have only good things to say about her. I was like, I have to sit front row at this because I'm just fascinated by her and all the creativity and all of the trips she has planned. You know, the Dubai trip, it went viral. It was so cool. But meeting the founder, meeting Maureen in person was just like a surreal experience for me because I was like, you are like everything that I want to be. Because you know what's so awesome about her? Like she didn't even know when we were talking to her, she didn't even know that we knew who she was, which is so funny because she's like in the, I think she's in the beginning stages of growing her personal brand, like 24 years later after she has started Tarte, which I completely understand, you know, social media wasn't around 24 years ago. I just love her. She's now telling stories on TikTok about how she started the company. And, you know, her energy is extremely positive. You can just tell, like, even if she's probably stressed about a million different things, like she's going to have a smile on her face and she's going to keep everyone around her, like, going. She just had this team around her that was, like, committed to the brand, committed to Marine. It was just awesome. Anyway, I met her. She loved my product. She actually put me on her Instagram and her TikTok, which I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Because I had been fascinated about this Dubai trip for the longest time. I w- I just had gone through rabbit holes and things. I'm going to see if I can send her some nightcaps for her next uh, tart trip so the tartlets can get the nightcaps in their hands. And we have the perfect purple color for them. I'm so excited. So Fab, my roommate, she ends up meeting this guy named Kieran, and he's the founder of Duco, which is a clothing company he started in 2016. Um, shout out 
to Duco. Fab and I are getting ready to like just explore Vegas one night and Kieran calls Fab up. He's like, hey, do you and Shira want to come to this dinner at Zuma? And we literally show up to Zuma. It's at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. So nice. And we sit down and they're like, hey, we have to reach a minimum. Like just order whatever you want. We were like, what is going on? So we're starting to get served like every single type of dish that was on this menu. Anyway, it was hosted by a company called Co-Create. It was like a brand dinner that some people didn't end up showing up to. So we got invited. Thankfully, we got invited because we met some of the coolest people ever. Melissa Austria. Guys, go check out Melissa Austria's brand. It's called Got Style and it's it's made in Canada. It's like... um basically teaching men how to dress better she sells suits but so she's moved on to women now so she has beautiful suits for men and women and she's just the best oh oh my god so shop talk so the conference itself actually had nelly perform so we got to see nelly live he was so good we had such a good time it, it was t- it took place at the mandalay bay it was outside by the pool nelly was just like right there we had just had so much fun in vegas like truly it was such a good trip and i haven't really recapped until right now just because i went to california after and fab went home back to florida and like we never feel like talked about it <laughs> anyway i'll have fab on an episode and we'll talk about like our experience because i know fab's gonna bring up some points and i'm gonna be like oh yeah so we go to the airport um i have this crazy manic no i'm just i'm just kidding i i like to travel by myself sometimes so my little spot is going to california and i've literally gone to california two times by myself which is kind of insane but i always wear my invisible necklace you guys know about it it's the jewelry that calls the cops this is actually not an ad but sometimes it is. I get on the plane to go to California. We were not in the back row this time. I was by myself. Um, my itinerary in California was like so fun. California. Let's talk about it. I think I'm just going to fast forward to how I met Paris Hilton. Truly. This is the like, this is the craziest story I've ever, I've ever experienced in my life. So I wasn't going to tell it. I wasn't going to tell the story but I have to. I literally have to. I think it's inspiring. I think it's going to motivate someone to not take no for an answer. And I just feel that this story is truly important. Let me get comfortable for this one. I'm seeing all of these Instagram stories of Alex Earl and Charlie D'Amelio, you know, the big names, and they're at this event hosted by a huge brand, many influencers, big or small, will post about this brand and they can you can easily go on the website and buy from their storefront. Right? So you know probably who I'm referring to. Anyways, I'm at a coffee shop. I believe this is my third or fourth day in California. So I, it was it was coming to a close. It was coming to an end. And I'm seeing on Instagram day three. I'm like, this event has a day three and I'm here in California. I have to go. So I was at Blue Bottle Coffee in Santa Monica and I see day three of this event and 
I'm thinking to myself, normally you would be in Florida. Right now you are in California. This event is probably like 30 minutes away from you. It would be so out of character if you didn't go. I closed my computer and I, I thought about this for a good 10 minutes and sat there. I was like, do I go? I'm prob- I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to get in. There's a list of names probably. There's people who are invited. I'm not invited. I don't I don't know what I'm going to do there. You know, um, I had no idea who's going to be there. I thought Alex Earl was going to be there and Charlie D'Amelio and, and such and such. Right. So there was something in my head that was like, you are in California right now for a reason. I closed my computer. I walk back to my hotel and also the timing of this was just insane. So keep that in mind. Walk back to my hotel, get dressed in this white chic looking modern lacy jumpsuit that I had from my Vegas trip. It was perfect for this event. I put it on and I'm like, you know what? Let's just go do my makeup hair. Call an Uber to the Beverly Hills hotel. I get in this Uber This is like a 35, 40 minute Uber, but everything is that long in California and I had nothing to do that day. So I was like, I have nothing to lose. If I don't get into this event, I'm just going to go to the restaurant, right? You know, easy. I don't mind eating at the Beverly Hills restaurant. Like, let's go. I get out of the vehicle at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I'm like, oh, okay. Don't know what to expect, right? Do you know that feeling when you're like something crazy is about to happen? Because that's the feeling that I got. I knew something crazy was going to happen. That's why I was in the car. I knew I was supposed to try. So they go, are you here for the event? I go, yeah. They point me in the direction. I get to the stairs. And these girls have a list of names. Literally a list of names. What am I supposed to do, right? I'm texting Jacqueline. Jacqueline is someone in Jacqueline works for nightcap in the way that she if you were to buy our product on Amazon she does that for us she does our Amazon for us so I was texting her and she was like sure just go just go and I was like you know what you're right because you know she's like my Amazon lady but she's also like my hype woman anyway she's like just go like see what happens um so I get to the stairs and they have a list and I'm like oh guys when I tell you I did not know what I was about to do but I somehow did it so they go what's your name and I was like oh I don't think I'm supposed to be on that list but my Amazon lady sent me here no she didn't but like in a way she did you know what I mean I was like I sell these products on Amazon and we were on Shark Tank, like, but I was like, you know what? If that's not okay, just let me know. My friend dropped me off. <laughs> My friend dropped me off. And like, if it can't go, like, if I can't come in, that's fine. Just let me know so I can call my friend. LOL. Like what? Um, And they're like, we're just going to send someone up here. And I was like, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm like, do you guys like want to know what the product is? You know, I start explaining what nightcap is. So I'm like, yeah, it's a scrunchie. It, helped, you know, it keeps you from being roofied at the bar. We sell this on Amazon. And eventually they go, what's your name? I said, Shira Bennard. And they said, go on down. 
immediately I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I'm walking down the stairs, calm, cool, collected as you have to be, right? You belong, you belong, you belong. So I'm walking down the stairs. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm expecting, you know, Alex Earl to be there. I really, I truly am. Keep in mind too, I had no idea when this event started, no idea when this event ended. I didn't know what I was walking into. I was probably the last one there. Like it was probably an hour, two hours in. I have no, I still don't even know. Anyway, as I get there, I'm walking down the stairs. I walk into like this event, right? And every, and I'm talking to this random girl because I, uh, it literally just sparked up a conversation. I was like, oh my God, hey, like, uh. anyway, I'm talking to this random girl and she's like, I'm so excited for Paris. And I was just like, right, right, right. Everybody is waiting for someone to come out. Lo and behold, Paris Hilton comes out. She talks, she promotes her Amazon stuff. Uh, by the way, it's really good. You should go and buy it. Paris Hilton has like a new water bottle. I have it here. They gave them to us a whole like kitchen set and then her memoir. Oh my God, I need to read it. I need to read it. Anyway, she was talking about business and her life and everything, right? So it lasts about 15 minutes maybe. And I'm just standing there watching her and I'm like, well, how did I get here? You know, how did I get here? So it ends, right? And she walks into like this part of the event that was like kind of sheltered. It wasn't outside as much. And I, I had nightcaps on me. And prior to this, right, prior to, I didn't even know Paris was going to be there, but prior to this, I had known that Paris came out with something, Paris came out and said she was roofied and assaulted at 15 years old. So I had nightcaps on me and I was like, I, I absolutely have to give her a nightcap. This is just insane that she's here right now. I maneuver my way over to where people are starting to take pictures with her. And the picture was like my last priority. I wanted to get a nightcap in Paris Hilton's hand. So I get to the front of the line and I, right before I'm about to get a a photo or whatever, right before I get to her, someone goes to me, no more photos. I said, no, no, no. I need to give her this product. Like this is what it does. Like please. And she goes, no, no more. So Paris starts walking away and there are many people waiting in line for her. And all of a sudden, Paris, I, li- I literally screamed her name. I said, Paris, I need to give you this. And I hand it to her and she turns around. I said, this is a scrunchie and it prevents you from being roofied. And she goes, oh my God, do you want to come back here with me? And invites me to a separate room with her. We're taking picture. I go, yes, pick up my stuff, go back with her. We're taking photos. We're talking. Paris Hilton was so nice so present in the moment I could have talked to her for 20 minutes and she would have listened to me she was not like all right neck no she was not out and she even thanked me like she gave me a hug and she said thank you for what you're doing we took photos there was the lighting was all set up in the room that we were in 
so our picture just looks phenomenal. Um, it looks like a wax figure. I had so many people asking if it was real. I was like, yes, it's actually a live video. It's <laughs> crazy. Anyway, we were chatting. I gave her a nightcap. I told her what it was. I told her about the mission, guys. I'm ecstatic. And I've met celebrities before and I've been shaking in my boots. For some oddball reason, I knew I was meant to be there. And I knew everything happens for a reason. In that moment, I was like, this is so meant to be. It's not even funny. I wasn't even nervous. I was talking to Paris like she was my friend. Like she was literally my friend. I wasn't shaking. I wasn't scared. Nothing. She made me feel calm. She was very sweet. Very, very sweet. Um, so now I have a photo and she has a nightcap. <laughs> It's a, it's a pretty crazy, pretty crazy thing that, that happened there. So I was telling this story to my friend and she said, you know, Chris Jenner always mentions if it's a no, you're talking to the wrong person. And now I live by that. As I met Paris, I was just kind of standing there like I could have been sitting at that coffee shop right now and I, I wouldn't have even tried. I wouldn't have even tried. And there were so many girls outside that were actually invited that like wanted a photo with her. But you know, it doesn't, I, I don't feel bad necessarily because I do feel that the product is more important than like, you know, selling a shirt on their storefront and making commission off of it. So I do not feel bad about what I did. I, I just, I, it was obviously meant to be, you know, never in my life would I expect it to like just be in her presence, let alone like be able to just like stand there and talk to her like and her giving the time of day and the crazy part is when we were taking photos and talking it was me her and the people who told me that i couldn't get a picture if you guys see the um gaming with a spray tan he's on tiktok he does reporting on the kardashians like every day like he's on my free page rent free and that's okay he was so nice too anyways as we're leaving the event they're giving out like paris hilton charcuterie boards i left with so much pr like I was like, I'm not, they had a list for this too. I was like, I'm not even on the list, but like, I'll take a charcuterie board. And they were like, oh yeah, for sure. Like they were just handing out Paris Hilton charcuterie boards and like skin cares and, and perfumes. And, and they even had like every influencer there left with two pairs of Reebok shoes. And I was like, I can't even fit this in my suitcase home. Like I don't even need this. But I was, a st I was stunned by the bag that I had. I mean, guys, like I literally left my suitcase was like a hundred pounds. I just paid for the extra stuff. So I met a couple of the influencers that were there. They were like, they're not huge, right? So let's say like the influencers that I met had like maybe 50 to 60 K on Instagram and I was chatting with them and I was kind of just like getting the vibes and they were like, oh, like I have an event like tonight too and tomorrow too. They were nice. They were nice. The ones I met at least. And I was just kind of like, wow, like, I guess in LA, like people who are, you know, doing the influencing and stuff that they're, they're like, signed. from my opinion, they're signed to, you know, the agencies and things and they're always at events. So that for me, I just feel like most of those girls like have an event to attend like at least three times a week. I cannot imagine how much PR and like stuff they have. I still have this bag of stuff from the event that I'm like, where am I going to put this? Because 
this is one bag. Can we imagine the influencers and if they go to like three events per week at the least, how much PR these girls are getting? Like Alex Earl, I know she donates a lot of her stuff, which is amazing. But like, what are people supposed to do with it? Like, I'm grateful that I got this stuff. But like, if I could have lived without it, I imagine that all these influencers could also live without it too. You know what I mean? Some of the highlights from my um, my California trip, I went to the TikTok headquarters. I saw my friend Becca. We went, we had a, such a fun, it's like such a fun birthday party. Um, we went and hit the town. Becca is a hairstylist in LA. She originally started as Chris Appleton's assistant. So fun fact. Um, yeah, Becca's birthday was like so much fun. I got to meet all her friends and they were lovely. So that was amazing. I went to dinner with Ella. She is a sports illustrated model and she is going to take over the literal world i promise that girl is going so many places and it all started with her vision board she was a server she was so inspiring my god we had such a good dinner and time together i'm so excited to see her again um ella halikas who else did i see yeah um i saw my intern samantha we had a little photo shoot in santa monica with her friend we hung out on her rooftop and her and her friends like we had like a outdoor movie outside with like the fires and it's like cute little food that all her friends brought i had a great experience i i do feel like i have really great friends out there oh thank you guys for listening and yeah let me know if you have any questions about my trip to vegas or california where to stay what to do pretty good at the whole solo travel thing so i'm really excited for what comes next and i thank you guys so much for listening to in your dreams and letting me share my stories with you guys um i hope this inspires someone if it did it's worth it so yeah bye